Welcome to the Rebel and Muse podcast, where you can join us on our journey of self-improvement. I'm Kaleo Wassman. And I'm Melanie Wassman. Tune in each week to discover how we find balance in health, love, and life. Oh, we made it. <laughs> we made it home from Mexico. Mexico was incredible it was a great experience but i've never uh, had a harder show in my life that was one of the hardest shows i've ever had because i completely lost my voice yes to the point of i could only like talk in the highest ranges of i really thought i damaged my vocal cords yes i've been on the men for like this whole week actually i know he has not left the house this is the most i've actually heard him speak in um in about five days. Yeah, it's because we have Hawaii coming up. Yeah. All right. But we are excited, and I'm gonna. I'm, I'm probably Rochelle and I are probably gonna carry this one, so you can rest your voice a little bit. I would really appreciate that. <laughs> but I just want to like tell everyone who's listening that um, I'm so excited for this guest today. She is just lovely in every way. Absolutely. And, and um, not only that, but uh, you know, she's uh, she's the. Uh, I, I I never like this term better half. I'm just going to say the other <laughs> half of Tommy and Tommy is probably one of like the biggest hearted people I've ever met in the music industry. I know you have a big bromance with him. He is just incredible. I absolutely <laughs> love it. So, um, so we're, without we're, further, we're ado, further ado, <laughs> we have a very sweet girl here. Her name is Rochelle Campbell. She's a founder of the grassroots company, Ohana Kava. And we're going to talk all things Kava today. So hi, Rochelle. Are you, are we calling you from, Santa Cruz? Yep. Santa All Cruz Mountains. Nice. Beautiful. How's the weather up there? It's perfect. Um, a little overcast. We have some sun shining through our redwood trees here on our property, and it's absolutely gorgeous. So very similar to Cancun. <laughs> where, yeah, identical. Where we last saw you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, identical. <laughs> so before we jump into everything Ohana Kava, I do have to say, so yeah, Kaleo just let the, the cat out of the bag there. He did lose his voice on that last show. And Rochelle was sweet enough to make a bunch or a batch of kava and bring it to stage before he was able to go on. And, and we'll talk about the benefits of it and, and why you did that in a second. But um, it's, I think kava is delicious. So let's, let's start talking all about kava. So how were you first introduced to it? Yeah, I was visiting the, the Big Island of Hawaii in Kona, mm-hmm. as you both know very well. <laughs> Um, and at the time, I was abstaining from anything mind-altering, and this was for almost five years. And so I stumbled upon this beautiful, you know, quote-unquote bar scene, uh, Kanaka Kava, and I saw the way everyone was interacting with one another, like really speaking from the heart and just really engaged. And the, the vibe was just so right. I believe, honestly, I feel like Groundation was playing um, they were playing Groundation, which is one of my favorite bands, and it was just this whole beautiful scene. So I I, I dove right in and um, had my first experience with Kava there, and I found myself um, kind of moving to the music and just feeling so comfortable in my body, and I proceeded to have just an amazing night with the community there, and um, 
felt very inspired to bring it back to my community where I was living at the time, um, which is Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I was just so surprised that I had never heard of this what I felt was this magical herb that I discovered, <laughs> you know, come <laughs> to find out that people have been using this herb for thousands of years. So I sort of got the got the go ahead from the community there at Kanaka Kava. And they shared with me a lot of um, information and they shared um, the way that they use it ritually and um, just some really, I feel like I, I got the, okay, you know, they, they passed, they passed the torch in a way. Cause I was like, am I allowed to bring this with me? Like this, it feels so sacred. Right. And yeah, so, cause yeah, you don't um, really want to bring things from Hawaii back home usually. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's wonderful <laughs> that you got like quote unquote permission for it. That's a really good awareness there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so, okay. So Hawaiian kava is similar or how different is it from the other roots or the other kava so I know my first experience with with kava was Fijian Um, it was a friend of mine back in the day her cousin had passed away and so all of her family from Fiji came and brought the Fijian kava and we had a big ceremony at the funeral how similar is it to the other types of kava yeah, there's a couple of different um, types of kava. You want it to be noble kava, and you want to make sure that the kava, first and foremost, the kava that you're getting is 100% root. The The leaves are actually um, can be toxic to the body. So you want to make sure that it's organically grown, that carefully harvested, that you're just getting the root. Um, you know, and there's the, the lateral root. Um, and I find that... The, the, I do have two separate sources. One I do source from a farm in Fiji and one I source from the Big Island of Hawaii. When they run out in Hawaii, they outsource through this um, organic farm in Fiji. And the feeling is very, very similar. The Fijian kava I get is waka um, kava. And it's very, um, it's more engaging and it kind of um, increases your creativity and it doesn't kind of have that um, um, tired kind of feeling. So it's very engaging and social, um, socially and yeah, producing and engaging. Interesting. Okay. And then is there any other type of kava? I, I think, is there a Samoan? Oh yeah. They're Vanuatu kava. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's another main one. There is a lot of um, smaller islands that, you know, um, their kava farms have been, you know, wiped out through cyclones or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and it takes it takes up to five years to cultivate the kava root. So these kava farms have been kava farms for years and years and years. The lineage of, of, of these these farms is incredible. And so some of them have been, you know, wiped out through whatever natural disasters and and, um, you know, Micronesia. I don't I don't know if they still have kava going on anymore, but. Yeah, and actually, I felt I went to Tahiti this past year, and I I thought that kava grew there like crazy. But I actually ended up bringing kava with me and sharing kava with local Tahitians that have never had it before. (laughs) Wow, we were trading kava for for their their Tahitian vanilla beans. It was like this really sweet experience, and oh, that's beautiful. I never would realize that or even think that. 
you know, I've never been to Tahiti. I would, I would always think that, you know, every South Pacific, so, yeah, South yeah, Pacific have Island their own version of it. Yeah. That's interesting. So mm-hmm. what is your favorite? I know we'll dive into your products in a little bit, but what is your favorite way to experience the kava? Oh, my absolute favorite way to experience kava is through ceremony. And um, we drink out of a traditional tanoa bowl and the coconut shells. And for me, this is how they've been drinking kava for thousands of years. Upper tribesmen would get together and drink kava before making decisions about their communities so that they would all be at a centered heart space. You know how kava brings you into your body and engages you in what you're doing. And so everyone that's sharing kava with one another all of their focus and energy is being brought inward to the discussion at hand and all the hearts are just um yeah they're they're all like engaged in what they're partaking in so um i've done uh been a part of and created a lot of different kava ceremonies with groups of women groups of people paired with yoga and so for me um drinking kava in in an intentional way like that is is my favorite way to, to drink it and to share it. Beautiful. And we did a little ceremony before Kaleo took stage. And will you tell us about that? Yeah, this was actually an offering that I learned um, when I first was introduced with Kava. So um, it's, it's um, an offering that's sort of all-encompassing. So what we do, we sprinkle some um, to the left of our bodies for Papa, Mother Earth. This is, um, these are Hawaiian words. And then to the right for Vakea, Father's Sky. Over the left shoulder for the Almakuas, our ancestors. And in front of us for the Keikis, the future generations. So it's kind of this all-encompassing prayer and offering before we consume such the, a sacred ancient root. It was beautiful. And then we looked into each other's eyes and then you drank and then we drank the kava. And yeah. I love the taste of kava. Now, it's a it's an interesting taste. <laughs> Not everybody probably when they first try it will be as excited as I am. It's kind of like poi because poi is a very different taste than people are used to well, as and well. And that's a root uh, as exactly. well. Exactly. But I mean, yeah. I love my poi. I love my kava. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You know, the taste and poi is, is definitely a texture thing, you know, People, sometimes people have a hard time getting on board with the texture of poi. But yeah, poi is absolutely in the realm of kava. It's been used um, for centuries and it's kind of a staple for the um, Pacific Islanders. Mm -hmm. Um, But kava is a very, I mean, it's literally just the raw ground up root. So it is a very earthy flavor, um, it, which is a, a nice, gentle term for it. Yeah, <laughs> it has a little bit of bitterness to it, you know. And that's that's when you're drinking it the traditional way. Like, um, I do a pop up kava bar um, and several ar- around the Santa Cruz area and sort of wherever I'm at. But you can make it taste really yummy. I'll filter it through toasted coconut almond milk and add a little pineapple juice. And I've made kava chocolates, kava ice cream. Like there's so many yummy things you can do with it. Yeah. And I notice on your website, ohanakava.com, which we'll put in the the show notes, you do have some recipes on there, like ways to make it taste a little more palatable. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yummy with like cacao and banana and you can really um, go all the ways with it for sure and what's nice uh, one of the the products that 
I make is a tincture, which is an extract form. And that I'll just throw a little of that in some kombucha or um, even, you know, just random juices or teas. And a lot of people I found that are are using that. And it's just the easy way to to make a little elixirs on the go. That tincture travels with me everywhere. Yeah. I love <laughs> that thing. And that's actually what you gave us for all of our retreaters in our in our gift bags. And that was a huge hit. Thank you. That was amazing. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. hoping that everyone's feeling that love in there. <laughs> <laughs> so will you tell me about the difference of the tincture and the extract? Yeah. So the tincture so so alcohol is kind of known to maybe be the best extractant of herbs. Um, but as we know, it kind of has an intense taste. So I use an organic alcohol that's distilled in Minnesota, which is cool. I'm from Minnesota. And then I use the, the Hawaiian um, kava. So that's a fun little meld there. Mm-hmm. So the, the alcohol extracts the kava lactones out of the kava, which is what you feel when you when you drink the kava. And so it makes it a nice condensed small form where you can take a dropper um, on the go and get the effects of the kava without, you know, having to, to strain the herb and, and the whole process. And so the, the, yeah, the tincture is extracted with the alcohol. And I also, in my tincture, I add a little bit of the, the glycerin, which is what I use as for the extractant um, in the, the, extract that I make um just for the the flavor it makes, gives it a nice little sweet aftertaste and mm-hmm. not as um crazy in the mouth um so yeah the, <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the extract is just the the vegetable glycerin and distilled water um and you know since alcohol is the the best extractant I leave that one for around a month I shake it every day and then I filter it and bottle it once. I filter it once and then bottle it. And then the extract I leave for four to six months. <laughs> and so I want it to have the same potency. So I, I make the extracts. I have a lot of people in recovery that use um, kava. Um, recovery meaning that don't use um, anything mind-altering in their life and use kava as a as a substitute as a safe substitute that's non-addictive so mm-hmm. I make that for them for those that don't want the alcohol in their their bodies oh that's beautiful that's great yeah so what is what are the health benefits of kava so yeah kava um, affects brain levels of the GABA receptor, which is the the calming receptor in the brain. So, um, which, oh my gosh, there is just amazing laundry list of the benefits of kava. So first off with that, it, it improves um, cognitive function while relaxing the body. And it, unlike other anti-anxieties and things like that, that will make you feel um, tired or sleepy or fatigued, like kava actually gives you that energy and mental clarity and focus so that you can take this while you're at work or while you're driving. Think about any of the st- stressful situations that you have, Christmas shopping or whatever you're doing, you know, to kind of cut that edge off in the body, but not take anything away from your cognitive function, from your mental clarity. So, and it's an anti-inflammatory, anti-anxiety, antidepressant, stress reliever. Um, it's an aphrodisiac, which increases the blood flow. And um, yeah. <laughs> wow. <Yes. laughs> it sounds amazing. I don't know why 
like people are even waiting to buy the kava right now. Like <laughs> I, every, I know, every, yeah. sign me up. I kind of want to take some right now. Yeah, exactly. Grab the bottle. <laughs> I, you know, you know what I'm going to try tomorrow is I'm going to try um, to make some kava in the morning, and then I'm then I'm going to do my meditation because usually I just fly out of bed into meditation. But I think I'm going to make kava first, then meditate, and see the difference of it. Oh, yeah. that's such a good idea. Like cover yeah. really brings you into your body. So people, a lot of people try it and they're like, is this going to like make me feel high or whatever? And like, mm-hmm. I say, absolutely not. Like cover brings you like where, um, a lot of times alcohol or caffeine will bring you out of your body. Kava really brings you into your body, into your experience. It is a root. It is that grounding energy. So if you, think about that like that's what you're gonna get it's not gonna take you anywhere else you it's not gonna take you anywhere you don't want to go it's gonna absolutely work with you and where you're at so if you're sitting down and you want to have a conversation with your partner and you're drinking a little kava like it's gonna focus you and allow you to do that if you want to sit and meditate with kava it's gonna focus you help you do that if you want to sit down and do your computer work that you like want to get up and jump out the window. <laughs> it's going to help you focus and, and do that. Like, you I know, I tell it. people too, like you can ask, you know, Kava is there's a, there's a spirit that lives in these natural, beautiful plant medicines. And I just tell people they can ask the Kava what they need. And I feel like they, they usually get it. <laughs> I love that. That's beautiful. I love your passion for this. So I've had friends in the past that have suffered from severe anxiety and they were prescribed some pharmaceuticals and two people specifically hated the effects of, you know, having to take these pharmaceuticals because it made them feel very foggy and it was the only thing that would kind of bring them, you know, out of this, these panic attacks and this anxiety. So this, I think, would be absolutely perfect to, for people who suffer from anxiety or they, you know, they, they get anxious or they have a lot of stress, but they still want that mental clarity and they want that focus. You mean 100% of people? Yeah. So basically, basically the population of, of everyone, yes. the world. Right. Yeah. Because everyone, <laughs> everyone experiences times of anxiety. And this is just yes. one of those amazing health um, improvements that you can do. And un- I love how you said this. It's unlike alcohol and coffee, which take you out mm-hmm. of the situation. So Kava actually gives you a, a strength in, instead of running from any fear, anxiety, facing the fear and anxiety, and then working through it that way. So it doesn't hold in the body and start, you know, dis-ease in the future. Yeah, and and I love how you brought in it's a root, so it's very grounding. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. I love yeah, it. as far as the the pharmaceuticals, like this is a this is a big one, um, and and there's a lot of controversy around this. And I never ever ever tell people to stop taking their their medication and start taking coffee. like right. that I am not I you know I tell people to listen to their bodies and to know themselves and to to try cover like introduce it and you know never stop taking their medication but yes this is a safe alternative to that and and I'm not saying that it's you know that you know maybe some people have that chemical amounts and do do need those medications I that's not for me to say but I 
What I'm saying is that there is a excellent option with no side effects that you can use to help with these. And yeah, you're right. You do not have to be diagnosed with anything to experience um, any stress, anxiety, or depression in our daily lives. Mm -hmm. Especially in the modern day. Exactly. And I mean, this is something that, you know, if I'm feeling anxious and I need to drive, then I mean, Absolutely. Kava, you, you, like you said, it's mentally focusing. So you can take your tincture of kava and, and go drive to your meeting or whatever it is. It's not going to be mind altering where you're impaired. I love the fact that you can take it anywhere. So I usually take this. Um, and the first time I was introduced to it was um, actually last summer on tour with mm-hmm. uh, Slightly and Stick. And so, so Slightly Stupid and Stick figure. Yes. So thanks. <laughs> so um where I found it to be incredible was all of the airports and airplanes I was taking for this whole summer tour. It was incredible how it would just completely flip the script. Um, and instead of like, Oh gosh, I'm in seat B again. Um, it'd be like, okay, I'm in seat B, take my kava. And all of a sudden I was like, yeah, you know, this isn't so bad. You know, it's just like, it kind of, it kind of like, it de-escalated the situations I was making up in my own head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> I, I also want to back it up just really quick. Um, just to say that it, it, Kava is, is mind altering and it is mood altering. It's, it's on mm. such a subtle level. Like I said, it's not going to bring you out of your body, but it does have those effects and you can, you can take a lot of kava and get that like silly, like, I mean, it's, it's definitely going to ha- enhance your mood. So it can take you to some, <laughs> some fun places as well. If that's what you're seeking. You know? If that's what you're seeking. Yeah. <laughs> but in the, in the appropriate um, dose, it will definitely work with you and be something that you can take during the day and throughout your day and in your life. Awesome. So let's see, let's see what you have here on your website. You have a tincture, you have an extract, you have a healing balm and a root powder with a coconut shell. So I've actually, I think I've used, oh, and an instant kava powder. How does that work? Um, that is made with rice melodextrin and it makes it water soluble. Um, so that you could throw in a smoothie and be good to go. You wouldn't need to filter it. Got it. Okay. So the, the root powder, um, if I got this right, you use, you put it in water and then you use a, um, what do you, what do you, what do you Panty call hose. that thing? Yeah. Pantyhose. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Straight yeah. up, Leo. I mean, it's so funny. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I, what I do you some... call those things? <laughs> <laughs> I've like spent yeah. some time. I like bought a sewing machine and got really excited about making these little kava bags and I'm a terrible sewer, <laughs> but I use like basically like a nylon material. So whatever, like they have those, um, those milk, milk, nut bags yeah so bags. Say nut bag, but mm-hmm. <laughs> like something like really small holes but it's nice to have the flexibility of the nylon material so i usually suggest people using that so so yeah yeah you put your cold <laughs> or room temperature water through it you work the bag a little get all the yumminess out of it and once that once you're whatever beverage you're using is nice and brown give it a few minutes of working that bag you can disregard the the kava like put i put it at my favorite tree in my yard or if i'm out i put it around the building i'm at kind of as like a blessing so it's that like extra intention behind it 
Have you have you ever? I know this is gonna sound weird, but when I'm making my like almond milk or macnut milk, I always use the pulp in like some baked goodies. Uh, later. Yeah. Have you ever tried that with the kava? I've made yeah the leftover kava. I've um, a girlfriend made me soap, oh. and so the the kava soap was so sweet. It was really nice. It was kind of like exfoliating because of the grounds yeah. of it were kind of like gritty, but it was so lovely. It was a huge hit. I did like one one run of that. It was like a special thing I offered when I was doing makers markets and pop up kava bars and things, but. Ooh. Something I would definitely introduce again in the, the future because kava on the body is amazing. Like I'd love to talk about the 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 healing balm I make. Mm-hmm. It's not something that is out there. You're you're not gonna find a lot of people using kava um on the body, but it was once used as a natural anesthetic. So it does have so like in the same way when you drink kava, it kind of numbs your mouth a little, it does the same to your body. So if you're massaging it into sore intense muscles and joints, um you're gonna get that like quote unquote instant relief kind of feeling among like with the the other organic ingredients I'm using in it for that long lasting effect. But I have had, I have an older crowd that uses it for their arthritis, which is so sweet. The feedback I'm getting on this product is amazing. I have a group of runners that use it in um, Massachusetts. I mean, it's, it's a, it's one of the products I'm really, really proud of because it is so unique. Amazing. Okay. Well, I'm going to, that's, that's going to be on my list to order next. I'd like all the listeners to also know that you are a one woman show with this Ohana call. Yeah. It's all you. It's all you. Am I, am I correct? This is like, you are, you are the receptionist to the CEO. Like you're everything. (laughs) Your production. My office is covered in Kava products and I have all my bottles and everything. I mean, everything Yeah, is is me and it's a lot of fun and so and so the romance with me on that is is i um i've only been a part of grassroots businesses starting from you know just the impulse to the idea to the manifestation so this brings me in to even more alignment with what you're doing first of all you are offering um this amazing uh knowledge to people and giving them a alternative to other things on healing. And for me personally, that's, you know, that's the greatest service that we can do for one another. Um, I'm also so impressed with what you're doing um, as far as just spearheading your passion. And like Melanie said earlier, you're so passionate about this and the knowledge that you have is so incredible. And so I'm just a big time supporter of your grassroots movement and I'm so proud, you know, and thank you so much for spending time with us and explaining um, Kava to, to, to people who've lived on the big island their whole life, but I've never got an <laughs> education like this in Kava in, ever. Right. So it's, me it, yeah, it's, it's incredible for me to, you know, hear about something I've always grown up, always knew about, but never really in depth knew about. Right. We just kind of grew up drinking it. Mm hmm. Exactly. Not knowing anything about it. Right. <laughs> Which in hindsight, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we should know a little more about it. So thank you for this education. But you also give back some, you donate some of your pro- for your profits, right? I do. Yeah. This is something that's been a lot of, a lot of fun and it's sort of random and sporadic, kind of whatever's pulling on my heartstrings or whatever is kind of um, like, like in my 
by heart, I guess, at the time. So um, I donated some money to the protection of, of Mauna Kea. That felt really pertinent. And Survival International is an organization that helps protect sacred lands and the tribes that are um, living on them. Mm-hmm. And so I really, really love that organization. I've donated to them a, a couple of times. And yeah, sort of, I've, I've thought about a lot of different thing, ways that I can give back to this um the community of the Pacific Islands and thought about some um, grant opportunities. And I have a lot of things swirling, swirling around in my head and, but yeah, kind of whatever is, whatever is on my heart in the moment. Awesome. That's beautiful. Let's um, go back just a little bit more to the, why you're not supposed to have the, the leaf and just the root. And how can you tell, like if somebody for some reason goes somewhere and doesn't get ohana kava they find some kava somewhere else how are they going to know that there's no leaf involved that's a really good question because i honestly don't know other than like really using a reputable source Mm -hmm. um and that you can do by doing research and asking asking the right questions um you know and people can say lots of things and i guess i don't really know the the complete answer to that of how to tell by just looking at it. I mean, I guess you could take the step and go and get it tested. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, you just want to make sure that the farm is like, I mean, that they're carefully harvesting it. They're not, they're not just like cutting it down and like making it, you know, just taking care and time with it. And I trust the the source on the big Island that the, it is the the farm that sources the Kanaka Kava, where I first tried Kava, and and I trusted their outsource because when they run out, they go through another farm in Fiji, and so I just trusted their their That's, outsourcing. So it's kind of like anything that you want to support a really good sustainable company that has good practices, basically. Because I know in Hawaii, you can buy bags of Kava um, with just it just says you know seven dollars or whatever it is kava at like a a liquor store (laughs) you can and who knows where that comes from yeah but sometimes those liquor store ones are good too yeah but right but 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 it does but it does matter like it's like totally unlabeled and you uh, you know where is this from i don't know (laughs) you know it's so funny it's like when you when you are making like um i don't want to call this a supplement but when you do have something you really do have to like trace back um and that is the that's actually just kind of up to not only the owner, but it's also the people who are buying that product. You yeah. know, when I look up supplements, I do the best that I can do, but I've still been, you know, thinking that, you know, a company that I was supporting was doing really good. Then, you know, a bit of time later, I find out they're not. So it's just one of those things where it's really hard. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the greatest thing that I've ever run into with any business selling anything is transparency. And if the business that I reach out to is completely transparent and gets back to me, it makes me feel better. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, Rochelle, you have a lot of information on your website. So any of you out there that are interested in trying kava, definitely go to ohanakava.com and we'll have that in the show notes because she is very transparent and, and gives a lot of really great information. So if you are thinking about getting some kava, she's done the work, the research, the groundwork and has um, reputable and sustainable practices. Right. And she, she's just such a being. I, yeah, I'm like talking, I'm like talking about you, like you're not here, but she, she's, she, <laughs> well, she's physically yeah, not here. Yeah. She's, she's such a being of, you know, 
it's the greatest energy involved with this. Mm-hmm. And to me, you know, um, I, I, I really go off of energy and this, this always just felt so amazing. Yeah, we absolutely love you. Oh, but one more thing. Let's go back to the, the health benefits and why you gave Kaleo Kava before he took stage. Ah, yes. It's the, the um, vocal cords for anti-inflammation. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That and the, and the numbing effect that kava has is, um, you know, of course, a nice, if your throat is feeling sore, I often will send, I'll send, um, stick figure with kava on the road. Um, I'll, Scott uses the, the tincture before singing the, the extract actually, um, along with the glycerin kind of helps soothe that throat area. And with the anti-inflammatory properties, it's just, I couldn't think of a better, better option for that and like sore throats and coughs and and things as such and also i feel like when our mind and our being is on board with our physical body stuff then that is so so powerful so much more powerful than taking the supplement to cure the thing so i feel like the intention behind like when you're drinking the kava like i'm drinking this kava i'm I'm putting some energy and love to my throat my body my heart my mind when all those things are on board like that's the recipe. <laughs> like, there's no magic thing. Like it's it's more like you know that is the, the magic intention behind it. That is the magic. Yes. Yeah. So I felt like <laughs> us taking that those couple of minutes to just be together and put some love into into your your voice and your throat, Cleo, before you hit the stage. I think that was um was uh what what was what I was kind of going for in that and and you know I just want to say like yeah you you know your voice obviously left and I'm sure that was frustrating but the authenticity that you guys brought to the stage of just just like moving through it was just like so fun like it made it (laughs) made for such a fun set so I just wanted to say that out loud (laughs) thank you thank you thank you and you know what that that ceremony meant so much to me and I really do believe that because it was it was that that moment that really brought the best out of me for that show with the, with everything that was going on. Um, and, uh, I, I can't thank you enough. Like, thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much for talking with us today, Rochelle and everyone. I'm going to have all of the information in the show notes. It's ohanakava.com and, um, and we are out. Okay. All right. Thanks everyone. Peace. Bam. <laughs> Hi. Oh, that was so fun. <laughs>